All right, everybody, and welcome once again to the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. It's Mike Parker here alongside the uh, the big guy, the original brewmaster, Artie Tafoya. Artie, happy summer, man, and how you doing? Mike, it's a beautiful day. Uh, it cooled off a little bit. It was really hot in the last couple of days, high humidity, and, and it, that storm came through, and man, is it just beautiful today. Yeah, I was actually just got back from the beach, and... Uh, it was like great weather. It was sunny down in down in Maryland, Ocean City. You know, mm-hmm. we're old stomping grounds down there. We've done some fishing down in uh, down in Maryland together. So a f- favorite place, good for the family and stuff. But you know, like clockwork, I nailed a huge thunderstorm that it looked like a tornado coming through like the rural part of Lancaster County on the way home. So I was like, "Welcome back home, pal." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, isn't that what the worst? It's like you know. You like kind of like to ease back into life. Almost sometimes you wish you had like a buffer day in between a vacation, just to get over the vacation before you can get back into the groove. But you know, um, listen, we're here at a beautiful location. It's the uh, the beer garden, right, at Appalachian Brewing Company Gettysburg, which we said we were going to tour the locations. So tell us about our, our setting here today for the podcast. Right, this is our first stop in the tour, uh, Mike, and and we've committed to do this over the next few months and and try to hit all the ABC locations and talk about all the great things that each one has to offer and also just the unique characteristics of each location as well. All right, so we're doing Gettysburg here today, and I mean, you know that it's summertime in Gettysburg. <laughs> when are you coming through? Because the, the, the sidewalk sidewalks are lined with uh, with folks visiting, which is great, you know, after a, after a pretty challenging year. I mean, Gettysburg's kicking again, and... Uh, we brought in a local, you know, we, we're a couple of like, you know, uh, Harrisburg, Cumberland County guys, I guess you will. But there's a, if you really know Gettysburg, you got to bring in somebody who knows the town. So we have a special guest with us today who's joining us here at, at this picnic table in the, in the beer garden. Yeah, Mike, uh, you know, although I, I've been uh, operating businesses in Gettysburg for some time now, I think we opened our first one back in... Uh, Shoot, I don't even know. It was 2004, I believe, or somewhere around there. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, somebody I've known here probably uh, pretty much from the day we started uh, down this way. He was a customer and uh, and also a friend and, and has just been uh, somebody that we hang around, you know, I hang around with. I played hockey with, with, with this guy. And, uh, he, and really, truly, he's the unofficial mayor of, of Gettysburg. And that's, uh, we've always called him that. And that's Matt Sheets, a good friend. Welcome, Matt. Hey, guys. Hey, Mike, Artie. Uh, glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, Artie, you're, you're spot on, man. We, we go back to uh, probably pre-2004, uh, before you started down here. And uh, we've been drinking beer ever since. Uh, but glad to be here. Uh, looking forward to sharing some good stories about our friendship. Uh, about uh, the history of beer in Gettysburg and some other great stuff. Cool. Well, I mean, let's just consider you our uh, unofficial tour guide. He's the unofficial mayor. He's the unofficial. <laughs> Are you an official anything, Matt? Seriously. All right, but I'm an official beer drinker. I don't know about that. Well, that's a great transition then. So we're, we're talking beer here. So cheers, cheers. guys. And uh, I have with me today in my pint glasses the uh, On Point Pills. Already tell me about this beer. Uh, just a great, uh, great Pilsner beer. Uh, you know, using uh, some really cool hops, uh, Bruce did such a great job of designing this beer. Uh, he took uh, took our Pilsner and and uh, took it up a level. Uh, it's a it's just nice, crisp, clean, uh, everything you want in a brew pub type Pilsner. Let's go around the horn here. What are you drinking, Artie? A little right, darker I, than what I got here in the, yeah, in the pint. Yeah, uh, you know we're we're coming out of May and into June, and and I've I've got the Maybach 
in my glass yeah. and and uh, you know the unofficial name of the my box since unofficial is going to be the official uh, theme theme today <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it's the un the unofficial name is mind block you know and that's <laughs> a, that's what we called it many years because uh, it would come out in May and we didn't remember anything till like July <laughs> I already have some personal stories down the road I'd love to share with you about the my box we'll get to that later on man that would <laughs> yeah, honestly got to be great what's what in the mug Matt so it's uh, it's my go-to it's the Susquehanna Stout. Uh, those of you who know me uh, know that uh, I, I probably am not the kind of guy, I'm not looking like the kind of guy that drinks light beer. I'm, I'm built a little stocky, and so this Susquehanna Stout goes uh, solid all year for me. I'm not looking to count calories. It's cool. uh, It's a good staple. Well, we've been learning about that and trying to kill some of those misconceptions, too, that, you know, as the seasons change, certainly it's natural, especially in the craft beer industry, to, like, you know, you, you, beers roll around with the right. seasons. But you don't have to be you know, married to a certain style, uh, it's a certain time of year, you like what you like. Absolutely. And, and actually, I was just at a party over the weekend and uh, a buddy of mine was like, help me clean some of these oddballs out of the fridge, right? Which is a great kind of party. And and I I had a porter, he had some some sort of porter in there and uh, you know, it's 85 degrees and sunny and I'm sipping a porter and it was it was fantastic. So um, let's talk about what we, what we have, uh, you know, on tap right now that, that's exciting that people can, can look forward to already if we're heading down here to Gettysburg or any of the brew pub locations in, um, you know, July, August. What's uh, what's coming up? Well, you know, we did come out with the Maybach here mo more recently, and uh, and probably the most exciting thing, Mike, is we were able to uh, can our first beers at Appalachian Brewing right. Company. Uh, our first cans uh, came out last week. Uh, it was a Sigma Oasis, which is a hazy IPA. Uh, North uh, New England hazy, and another New England hazy as well um, that is called Chasing Shadows, and uh, they're they're uh, two beers that are very similar but very different. And the cool thing is, is you're able to try both of them and uh, notice the distinguishing characteristics of each one, but also understand that 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 they're very similar in style, but different and uh, one is designed by Bruce uh, our brewmaster and the other by our uh, head brewer uh, Cliff Plank and uh, they, these guys are just doing such a great job I'm so proud of them so the beer <clears throat> the, the new stuff you know you're talking about your old standby the uh, the, the stout but, but Matt let's I mean as someone who's been around and a mug club member right yeah. so what do you go to? What do you? What's your old, you know, go to at, for with the seasons, or is it, you know? So I have a couple. I have a couple that uh, that I drink. Uh, share some stories. Uh, I, I think when I first met Artie, um, you know, pre Artie being down in Gettysburg, uh, was the, uh, the, the the Scottish ale. I like that was that was good. The Scotty, oh, yeah. I like the old Scotty. Love that too. And uh, I was drinking a lot of that. And. Um, I got introduced to talk about the Maybach. I got introduced to that. Artie uh, and, and the boys used to have uh, the Keg Olympics. Remember the Keg Olympics, yeah, Artie? You bet. Right? You bet. So we have these Keg Olympics. I say we, but Artie invited me to come up. Myself and my buddy Mark Clowney, who was my partner. Uh, he's a mug clubber as well, mug clubber number 87, in case you're keeping track. Um, <laughs> but uh, we were invited to the Keg Olympics. And I, I, at the time, I think our girlfriends had to drive us home. I mean, we were we were like sleeping in the back. I mean, it, we were hammered. I mean, we were hammered. I, I almost feel like we played hockey that night. Not very well, uh, but we, uh, we were we were absolutely obliterated. Uh, 
Yeah. Any ever, ever thoughts of doing the Keg Olympics again, or is that is that thing of the past? You know, uh, we haven't done it for a couple of years, but uh, you know, things always are cycle uh, cycle through ABC. You know, and and uh, different events that we've tried. Hey, we always bring things back and and try things again. But you know, once we get past COVID and everything else, who knows? Uh, we can start uh, having fun again. Uh, all the way around. Well, we have a big parking lot out back here, so you could probably have a, a Super Olympics. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what is Let's this? do it. What is, are we sitting here? You might be able to hear the traffic in the back. I know we're here to the uh, the unofficial plane of uh, ABC yeah, flyover. Yeah, you just heard that. Ago. Yeah, coming over. For, for those of those of you who uh, know history, you know it was not a Civil War plane because there weren't planes back then. <laughs> uh, <Is> this, <laughs> there were hot air balloons, yeah. but no planes. Is this Steinware Avenue? Is that where that's we're located? Right, it is. That's right. All right, so we are right at the end of Steinware Avenue here, and this this location actually it's pretty cool because it's the first time I've been here since like the conceptual drawings were around. So when I was working full time for you know, the company in marketing back in 2000, geez, two, what was it already? 2013, 2000, I think so, 2015, yeah, right somewhere around the end of there was when you and Jack and a bunch of uh, the Gettysburg um, local officials and, and the, you know, the, the contractor, everybody was out here with golden shovels mm -hmm. and it was about 99 degrees yeah, <laughs> because, yeah. because Jack we was sweating. melting by the time. <laughs> yeah. that, and I thought these pictures look amazing. And I can tell you, uh, it make the building makes an impression, and I don't even know if this outdoor seating area was uh, has been here the whole time. But this is this is great. Yeah, it really is. And uh, I'll tell you a quick story, Mike, and it's pretty exciting uh, that we were looking at the building on over here to my right, um, and we were trying to figure out how can we make this into an Appalachian Brewing Company. It's the uh, what is it, the Heritage, it's the Heritage Center? Heritage it's formerly uh, Gettysburg people, the Wax Museum. The Gettysburg oh, wax that's museum. right. It used to be the Wax Museum. Yeah. So uh, we were coming in. We, we met with the owner of the building, and he's like, "Okay, how can we figure out how to get this in here?" And I, there was a vacant lot across this this wooded area, and I couldn't stop looking over there and thinking, "You know, there's a lot there. Why are we looking to try to fit a round peg into a square hole over here on this side?" And, and uh, I remember Jack and Sean were like, Artie, come back. I'm like, what about this vacant lot over here? And they're like, Artie, come on. We're looking visionary. at this. Artie yeah, the visionary, Artie right? Yeah, we're looking at this building over here. And, uh, and I'm like, wait, come on. Just listen to me for a second. What if we were to look at this? And, 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 our, uh, and he's our current landlord, uh, Tim Shields. Great guy. Uh, the Harris, or, uh, Gettysburg yeah. native, right? Yeah, Gettysburg uh, native. Uh, lives in New Jersey. But uh, he, he's, he's a mover and shaker. Uh, he does things the right way. I already right. don't you agree? He's a and super nice guy. We partnered with him to put the, uh, to build a building here, and ever since it's just been a, a just a great thing for us, uh, and I think great for for Tim too. He's got a great uh, uh, tenant and a and a great building, and and we and this beer garden here, which is in between the two buildings, has just turned out to be a great place to sit down and have a have a meal, have a do beer. You, do you know what used to be here? No, tell right. us that. So there used to be an Elby's. Remember the the, the, the Bob's Big Boy and Elby's, the the oh, restaurant. Really? I mean, that, that used to be an Elby's that was here, and uh, they tore was it down. in that location there? Or? Um, I feel like the park was always here. Yeah, it was torn down where the current building is, but it was Elby's, Bob Big Boy. Uh, talking about beer, just a quick side story. Uh, I apologize. Uh, we we have uh, Gettysburg College mm -hmm. just down the way, 
and a couple of the Gettysburg College boys back in the day, they decided what were they going to steal? The Bob's Big Boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, so I remember up, that. That's they ended up hilarious. on the college yep. campus, right? They yep. did, you know, the uh, the checkerboard. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. On, the, the, big, on the, big the burger. burger. Yeah. Yeah, they, they recouped that. Uh, you know, there's a, uh, there's a, and I've heard this. I don't know. We'd have to check with Jack and Sean, but yeah. I understand that they, my partners, Jack and Sean, have one of those somehow boy? somehow or another <laughs> and it, it's never i've never seen it but i've heard rumors and i don't know where it is uh but um if it ever rears its uh ugly cool. head we'll, we'll, we'll find we'll it put it back where it used to oh, be yeah we'll put yeah. it right right <laughs> it could definitely be repurposed <laughs> yeah, yeah right yeah. Do, you, do you guys know that there is a beer uh, one of your beers uh was named after an event that happened just down the street here on baltimore street Schimmelfinning. Remember, oh, uh, yeah, 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 right. You guys had yeah. beer. Schimmelfinnings, what was the uh Yeah, it was uh, Smoke Porter, wasn't Smoke it? Smoke Porter. Well, yeah. What happened was, I think it was a General Schimmelfinning, he he got scared uh, when the, the troops were coming through town, the Confederates, and he hid in a pig pen. You remember? Right. He yep. hid in a pig pen to, to hide from the troops, and, and that was the art that was on the beer that you guys had for a while. That's right. So that how far was that from here, Matt? Oh, it was probably uh, two tenths of a mile away. Uh, okay, uh, half right. a mile tops. Uh, but uh, <laughs> you should bring that one back. Yeah, that's a good one. We we have to go back and and those uh, those classic Gettysburg cool beers that we made. Yeah. We got to get back into that. You should. You yeah. Should. Well, there's a lot of history. Whether you look in the history books or, you know town history like the bob's big boy yeah <laughs> which right. always reminds yeah. me if you've watched the simpsons they have lard lad donuts i don't know oh, if you've yeah. ever seen it yeah, it's, yeah. it's like a lard lad he's the bob's big boy of the simpsons yeah. anyway i just have to, always have to throw that reference in there but uh i think appalachian brewing company has already said you know i i said well we're not really from this area but honestly you know you've uh you've basically become from this area when you've operated a business here for right. 17 or 18 years. So that's right. Um, I'm the one, I'm the one at the table who's not really from here. So I will own up to that. And, and you're both, you're both our, uh, our local uh, experts here today. So when we come back, we're going to take a quick break. I don't know, I guess we're going to talk about some food too, because it is, it's summertime and it's not just like, you know, uh, we're transitioning into summer. It's, it's officially summer and it's only going to get hotter from here on through the end of, you know, August and uh, as we, we get that countdown to Labor Day. So we're going to talk about some food options if you visit the brew pub, some things that you might be able to uh, pick up here or do at home and pair with some ABC beers, plus a little bit more of that, that fun, you know, ABC history that surrounds uh, Gettysburg. So we'll be right back. It's Mike, Artie, and Matt, and we'll be right back on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. All right, we're back on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. It's Mike Barker, Artie DeFoya, and Matt Sheeds is our special guest here today. He's our Gettysburg local and our unofficial tour guide here as we uh, visit the borough of Gettysburg this week in uh, Appalachian Brewing Company, Gettysburg. And we're, we're here at, Artie, there's a distinction because there's been a couple of, of Appalachian Brewing Company locations in Gettysburg since like 2004. Run us through the history basically of where you started and, and uh, what, what, so what's this location is now? Let's just start there. What, what do you refer to this location as? We call this battlefield because it's yeah. truly closest, our closest location to the battlefield. Like you can uh, literally see a monument from right. Where you saying. can okay. see uh, cannons and a monument from here. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can walk off the battlefield and be here in in a minute and a half. So uh, that definitely is a 
is is a great thing uh, for people who are out there touring and and to get away and have a quick uh, quick cocktail or or just cool off a little right. bit. Honey, I'm gonna go check out this monument <laughs> quick. I'll catch up with you in a few <laughs> minutes. And That's we, right. Yeah, you're spot on. Yeah. I mean, we're we're literally we're under a mile from the historic Pickett's Charge, which was the turning point of the Battle of Gettysburg, Third Day's Battle. I mean, you, if I look if I look to my left, Artie's right. Um, you can see uh, General Meade's monument, which is where Pickett's Charge was. So. Cool. And so That's Matt, you, well, Artie, going back to it though, the original Gettysburg uh, battlefield location here of Appalachian Brewing Company was sort of a, it, got, it became a victim of, of history, right? Because, I mean, which which was uh, bittersweet in a way, because that was the, the original place. And then what happened there for people who aren't familiar? Yeah, you know, uh, it, we had a, a great location on Buford Avenue for the longest time, right? right? Buford Avenue. I don't know, shoot, 10 years or whatever, 10, 12 years. And at one point, uh, we tried to re-sign our lease, and and, and uh, it was a Monahans that owned that building, yep. right? And yep. they said, uh, no, we want to go on a year-to-year lease. And at that point, we knew something was up, right? So um, uh, about two years later, we lost that location. They ended up uh, selling it to the... the Battlefield Trust, uh, that is a historic mm-hmm. site, the... Right. Uh, General Robert E. Lee, his headquarters was on that grounds. Yeah, it was right and, next door. Uh, I mean, yeah, it was, it was like 10 feet from our like restaurant. Like a little building. Yeah. It, was, yeah. it was part of a hotel yeah. or something. The, the, at the that old point, beer wasn't garden, it? you could touch the uh, the headquarters That's and the right. old little beer garden that was there. That's right. Wow. So there was, a, like, there was actually a part of a historic structure that was still existed there, right? Or The actual or, headquarters itself, General Lee's yeah. headquarters. Was it like a log cabin or something? Or what they, no, uh, it was tiny though. Bu- it was a tiny. stone building. Yeah. A stone building. Yeah, yeah. A stone, stone building. But uh, you know, not only was already your site, uh, not only was that uh, where General Lee was, uh, President Eisenhower spent the night uh, at the hotel that was there. Oh, okay. And, what was that, uh, the Quality Inn? The Quality Inn. And uh, <clears throat> General Patton, when he rolled his, uh, um, his tanks through Gettysburg, he stayed on your uh, at that site as well. Oh, did for, he really? For okay. two nights. I didn't so know that. there's okay. definitely some history to the where the old Appalachian Brewing Company was past tense. Now right. it's a, a piece of grass. Well, yeah, you go out there and it looks totally different. The whole hotel is gone, well, yeah. and our location yeah. is gone. Which what was our location before? Uh, Four hundred one Buford. Y- yeah. Oh, it, yeah, it was a. Uh, it was like a country a, a kitchen general, or something. General Lee's. Oh. Uh, it, it was. It was like a. Generally, well, it was called Muldoon's, and prior to that, it was like. A, General Lee's Buffet or something. I, I yeah, was it, it a country that, kitchen? Could have been a country kitchen. Something like that. Know. It had that look yeah. to it of one of those like sort of like, like a barn. barn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. it was interesting. But you guys you guys retrofitted as best you could. Right. Uh, I remember uh, just a quick story. I remember uh, Artie said to his buddies, myself being one of them, "Hey guys, we're gonna have a microbrewery in Gettysburg, and by the way, uh, we have some light work to do. Uh, could you could you meet us in the parking lot? We get there." There's there's brewing equipment. There's freaking brewing equipment that's supposed to go. The tanks are supposed to go into the basement. Remember that already? Yeah. Yeah. And so we're taking we're taking off like uh, railings and and you know you 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 had, yeah. you had it hooked to a, uh, some sort of machinery to winch it down. A winch. And, uh, yeah. We we yeah. slid it down the stairs. We slid it down stood the it up. Stairs. Slide it across. <laughs> it was the light, floor. right? I mean, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was it was plastic. Yeah, Unofficially right. light. Is Unofficially you know, light. No, it was. The funny yeah. thing is, is we bought those tanks from a brewery out of Old Dominion um, Amusement Park. King's Dominion. King's oh, Dominion. King's Dominion. King's Dominion. You, you go down yeah. there on 95, you see King's Dominion, King's on, the, Dominion. on the left before you get to Richmond. And these tanks were designed, apparently the story goes that these tanks were designed by a Jack Daniels brewmaster. Yeah. Uh, they were going to come out with Jack Daniels beer. 
and he designed this brewery in King's Dominion. Uh -huh. And these tanks, they were built like a tank. They, they were, were a tank. tank. They yeah, were they heavy. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Mean, history. That, yeah. <laughs> brewing history is ridiculous. They the had, way these things get. They had more ports on the tank. There, there were more holes in the tank than there were. There was, oh, there was, was blank space, right? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I don't know what he was doing with these, but he over-engineered them. No, he did for sure. But, but I tell you, one, one, a compliment to Artie, and, and again, I hope you'll mind me sidebarring is, you know, Artie, Artie is the visionary, and in my opinion, I'm speaking by myself, and but he he gets dirty too, and I mean that in a complimentary way. He's in there helping to bring. He's not just pointing, do this, do this, do this. Mm. But in there doing it with us, and we were all just trying to make it happen, man. But it was that was a good day. We uh, we had a couple beers afterwards. I'm pretty sure uh, to celebrate and get a damn uh, tank down down in <laughs> yeah, the basement. Yeah, did, did you leave the tank in there? Did you just push the dirt in, or no? Uh, you know, funny uh, funny sidebar to that is yeah. uh, uh, Carrie, my my wife's Carrie, yeah. her cousin Dave, bought that system for us and moved it to Rusty Nickel Brewing in Seneca, New York. Really? Yeah. And he's still operating and, and making beer there. Uh, he makes, his famous beer is um, Birios. Birios. It's beer made with Cheerios. It's Cheerios. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Isn't it funny though how nobody really wants to volunteer too much to help like you know the coffee grinder guy or the right, guy who's right. but the guy who has the beer yeah <laughs> oh, we're all helping man yeah, we're we're all, all, hey what do you do yeah, yeah we're all helping right. man yeah. we were on the same hockey team and that's yeah. how uh, is that how we, we met, met. Yeah. yeah we play hockey together we were playing hockey what was and the name of your team we were called the dark pigeons <laughs> and, oh and so yeah. there's there's, a, there's an alcohol story behind it okay. uh so nate voss who is uh oh, yeah. is he operations guy now what's his yep, official yep. title he's our uh, director of operations yeah. Yeah. nate voss and uh mark Clowney, two guys that i've spoken of uh we, we played hockey together uh, you know, a couple other guys uh but uh already already came on uh, he had a friend jd mather said hey bring already on and we played we were called the dark pigeons and you're like, why the dark pigeons? Well, what happened was, you ever have, um, uh, it's called, I don't mean to be uh, disrespectful, it used to be called a redheaded slut. That's not acceptable. That, the alcohol is Jaeger, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jaeger okay. and, and peach schnapps. And, like, similar to like sex on the beach or uh, yeah. a, a cement mixer. Yeah. Or, I'm <laughs> just coming up with some names. Same, of same deal. Stuff that, okay. so, so that's yeah. a disrespectful name, you know, the, the redheaded. Okay, so. <laughs> Nate renamed Especially it. Especially because my wife's redhead. Right, right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so Nate renamed it the Dark Pigeon. I don't know why he called it the Dark Pigeon. And when we decided to play hockey, he said we're going to be called the Dark Pigeons. So That's that right. shot was our name. That's uh, right. Anyway. And we played against each other for years. Appalachian, then, oh, already so scrappy. And one one time they were like, you got to join our team. And I'm like, I can't. I got you know, to be on my team. We had an ABC team back then. Yeah. And when the ABC t team sort of disbanded, these guys took me in. And the joke was, is I, I was only good at like two things. One, one was Artie's low to the ground. If you don't know Artie, okay? <laughs> so, ice hockey, though, ice hockey, play roller hockey, roller hockey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but uh, so I was good at two things. One was the face-offs because I would get down on the face-off and I'd be right where the puck hits the ground. Right? <laughs> You're already yeah. there. These guys are up here. I'm down here. I'm like, there's no way there's, he's going to get the puck before I do. So that was one, and the other one was, I would bother the 
Goal you know what? Yeah. Out of the, the goal, t- the, either the goaltender or their best player. Well, the I wasn't best the best player. player. The, JD, well, no, <laughs> JD Majors. The, the, yeah. the best player on the other team. Right, yeah, on the other team. I would just hack at him. <laughs> so, Bar- would, so Artie's the goon. Yeah, I was a little, little He's yeah. like the Sean, you don't remember Sean Avery. He played for uh, the Rangers. Sean Avery was a pain in the, in the butt. He, he was the Sean Avery of the Pigeons. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> so, so, Brewmaster, goon. Yeah. And, uh, man. Visionary. Visionary. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's quite a resume. Uh, Gettysburg resident. Yeah. Well, no, needless to say, he spent some time in, in uh, Gettysburg. And, you know, it's just great to see, as we're sitting here in the summer, um, you know, it, it's, uh, it's it's late June and people are, it's vacation season, it's tourism season, and, and it looks like Gettysburg's back. And from the looks of it now, things are getting a little bit back to normal. I think, uh. I think the brew pub is back too. Already, are, are you seeing? Are you seeing that? Are you getting a feeling that things are sort of feeling a little bit better here now? Yeah, Mike. Uh, you know, we're we're moving in the right direction. You know, uh, it was a rough year, but we're moving in the right direction. Things are going better for us. You know, we're not still open full hours in any location yet because we're we we've had trouble getting staff. Um, uh, but uh, you know, as soon as everybody gets back to work and we get everybody moving, uh, moving and shaking, I think we're going to be able to uh, get back to our. That we in new 2019 was a great year for us, and we were just sort of hitting a stride, and uh, sort of a bummer that 2020 happened uh, because it really took us out of our groove. But we're coming back now, and and we we've been able to uh, you know keep a bunch of our key staff around and and. I'll tell you what. Right now, I couldn't. I couldn't be any happier with where we are. Uh, just need to make sure that we, you know, we always shout out for our our staff because making it through last year and those of them that are still with us, uh, I can't say how much I appreciate everything they've done and how they've stuck with our company. Uh, you know, it's just amazing. Is it fair to say that ABC's hiring? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Signing yeah. bonuses? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, just a pulse. Beer. Yeah, beer. Signing bonuses. If you have a pulse, beer. we'll take you right now. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a problem across the country. It's a reason everybody's blaming, you know, uh, the different effects now that we're seeing, you know, like we think well, last time we talked about the, you know, the price of lumber, and then there was a, a shortage of chlorine for pool owners, you know, all the things that roll around that nobody thought of before. And it's like, it's like all the warehouses are empty because they would have all these people working, producing, filling trucks, shipping them across the country, and all of a sudden they get a case of this thing and then they got to shut it down for a week, and it, it just messes up the whole supply chain. And and certainly, you know, um, when there's a, a supply demand and the restrictions you've been under, you know, it makes sense that the the workforce is affected. So you know, hopefully, I think we're, we're we're starting to round that corner. And a lot of people don't want to go back to work because, well, you don't want to go back to the way we worked before in many cases. But I think uh, I think people will start to realize that um, we're we're getting back to the fun things, and you know there are people who it's just in their blood, right, to work in the restaurant industry. Mm-hmm. They do it. I'm someone who who's not a great waiter. You know, Matt, you ever do any waiting? It's one of the tougher jobs yeah. if you're not good at. I would it. enjoy. I think I would enjoy it. Though. You would. I, yeah. Uh, I'm always in a good mood. You know what I mean. Yeah. You can't get me off my game. So I, I probably enjoy. Well. I, I, I take that back. I'd probably get in the restaurant business and not be in a good mood. <laughs> it's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. It, it can take the mood out yeah. away every pretty, once in a while. But, you know, there are people who are just, they're just born to help other people, make yeah. other people feel great. And that's, that's what you get in, in most of our employees uh, and our team members is 
they just like making people happy. They love that we have our, our own beer, our own spirits, our own sodas, because uh, they can talk about them like they're ours. And they, they look at them like they're theirs. Sure, absolutely. And that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's a sense of ownership with the company, and it's a hospitality uh, business and a, a, you know, a hospitality company. And Gettysburg's a hospitality town. Right? That's right. Truly. Right. Yeah, it truly is. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll wrap things up here with Artie and Matt uh, when we come back on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. Okay, and we're back here to wrap up the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. And we'll, we'll wrap it up. We'll take our time wrapping it up, though, because we're having a good time today here at the uh, Gettysburg Battlefield Brew Pub, um, right along, already, uh, where are we at here? Uh, Steinware Avenue. Steinware right? Avenue. In beautiful Gettysburg here in summer, and it doesn't get much better than that. Touring the battlefield, shopping downtown, grabbing a beer and a burger, and uh, anything else that's on the menu here at ABC. You want to check out in advance, see what you want to what you want to drink, what you want to eat. Um, lots of options. Go to abcbrew.com and uh, you know find out exactly. You know it's always better when you can plan your trip. Yeah, yeah, plan your trip. Uh, check out our menu. Check out our website. And uh, but uh, once you get here, we'll take care of you and we'll make sure you're fed well and you're able to enjoy a beverage or two. Excellent. All right, so uh, we got our special guest here, Matt and uh, Sheeds, Matt Sheeds, sorry, you Gettysburg local, uh, longtime Mug Club member here in Gettysburg and, and friend of Artie. And uh, let's let's finish this out. You got a different beer than you started with, so yeah, we it's, have... the, it's the Shadows, man. The Shadows beer is a good beer, a nice yeah. IPA, right? Chasing Shadows. Chasing Shadows yep. is tasty. I, I was thinking Chasing Shadows was... Uh, Something to do with the uh, the ghosts on uh, the Gettysburg uh, battlefields, but apparently yeah. it might be chasing Sasquatch, huh? Bigfoot. Yeah, Bigfoot, <laughs> yeah. So the way that beer started out is interesting because chasing shadows, there's a couple different ways you can view it. One of the things was like the um, crime shows. You're chasing a shadow, right? right? So you're trying to find the who who did it, uh, you yeah. know, right? And uh, we went that way, and then we went back. But I I, I hadn't thought about the uh, ghost part of it. I like it because uh, yeah. it fits right in with Gettysburg. Uh, it absolutely does. Hey, I mean, it's definitely something you can do, a, a ghost tour. You right bet. while you're in town, I mean, I saw about 30 signs for Gettysburg ghost tours. Right. <laughs> I was driving here today. Uh, I've got a I'm, I've got a hazy IPA. It's the uh, Sigma Oasis. And um, I'm, I'm tasting it, and it's uh, it's great. I think our uh, in the last I didn't drink I haven't drank this yet, but I think somebody on the last podcast did either either you or our guest, and it, and uh, the description's great. It's uh, definitely a drinkable, um, not so over the top, hoppy IPA, right? I mean, it's to describe what a hazy is because it's it's still I see them everywhere already. Yeah, they're much more aromatic than hoppy. That's it. Uh, we don't give, the, really, we don't even give them IBUs any longer hmm. because the hops, there's really no hops in the boil. All the hop is in the, the uh, um, uh, whirlpool and then also in the, what we call dry hopping, where you put it right in the fermenter, you put it right in at the right time in the fermentation process, right at the end, uh, seal the tank up, hold in all that, that wonderful aroma, and then when it comes out in a beer, boy, it just, it's like yeah. nothing else. It's delicious. It's delicious. It's definitely a great style, and, and uh, I'm glad 
that they've caught on <laughs> and you guys are capitalizing on it because uh, if you whether you're after the the chasing shadows or the Sigma Oasis both of these beers are available in cans all throughout the summer at the brew pubs yeah we're hoping to I mean it's it, they're flying off the shelf right now but we're, we're certainly hoping to have uh, the cans of the uh, Sigma and chasing uh, throughout the summer that's sort of our first uh, realm uh, of canning and uh, we're excited about it we're, we're, we're really gonna it's gonna be great awesome. for me mostly because I get to drink it yeah I mean <laughs> okay honestly cans are great for tailgating uh, you know cans are convenient for storage all the all the stuff oh there's great reasons there's going to be some people that just love beer in a bottle or beer in a in a pint glass but beer in a can is about as american as it gets right yeah, so i would like to point out because a lot of people have asked us are you going to stop bottling because you're canning and no we, we we see that there's still a market for both mm -hmm. uh, we've got uh, two great bottling lines in our in our uh, facilities in mechanicsburg and harrisburg and so no, we're we're uh, we're looking at uh, doing bottles of certain beers, doing cans of certain beers. So uh, there's no reason that we would ever just go away and 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 get back into cans only, uh, just like we were maybe into bottles only, right? Yeah. Well, it definitely adds a little versatility to the operation, though. Like you said, uh, some special offerings in cans here and there, and probably a little bit easier than, than maybe the bottling process. Uh, is it? And once you get started, because probably getting started canning is probably tough i'll be honest with you our our bottling lines run fast yeah and they were built to run fast and we've, we have a big investment in them uh canning runs much slower mm. uh, the canning machines that we're using are much slower uh it's a full day to do about uh a quarter of the the, the wow. Uh, amount wow. uh but i'll tell you what we're just happy to be able to mm -hmm. add, add that in as an offering on uh, our portfolio and uh, who knows what it's going to bring for us in the future. Cool. Well, there's a demand for it, and we're seeing that now. So if you want either the Chasing Shadows or the um, geez, uh, Sigma th Oasis. Thank you. Sigma Oasis. <laughs> get them this summer because uh, they're, they're flying out of the coolers here at, at uh, your ABC locations. Matt, we want to talk about it. So round us out here because you've got a cool family story about uh, about Gettysburg. And uh, it's basically, a, I mean, this goes right to the top, man. This is... This is White House it's presidential good. stuff, right? It's, it's pretty. It's pretty real. It's pretty real. We, we can talk about beer for a second, but the more important is to talk about my grandfather and um, his legacy in Gettysburg. Uh, born and raised in Gettysburg, um, he, he was an American history teacher, lieutenant colonel uh, in in World War II, Korea. Uh, but his biggest claim to fame was because uh, he, he was a battlefield god as well. So uh, his biggest claim to fame was. March 31st, 1963, the White House contacted my grandfather and asked if he wanted to take JFK and Jackie over the battlefield. And so, um, obviously, it was a huge honor for him, uh, but he wasn't allowed to tell anybody. Oh, he really? Yeah, so, Private tour. Yeah, so what happened <laughs> was right. the Secret Service shows up at my grandfather after he says he was going to do it. The Secret Service shows up like the day before, two days before, to do a little test run to see what was going on. My grandfather couldn't tell anybody. I mean, it looked like mafia showing up with the, you know, the guns in the back, you know, and the whole deal. So uh, March 31st, uh, uh, President Kennedy and, and Jackie are, are actually, uh, if you go out uh, Steinwehr Avenue, about four miles on the left, there's a little bowling alley called Edgewood Bowling Alley. And that's where my grandfather met JFK and Jackie to go on this tour. That little sidebar, and I don't want to talk too much about it, my grandfather never drove a day in his life. Okay, so follow this. Hmm battlefield guides in Gettysburg, they get in your car 
he or she will get in your car, they'll navigate around. Well, my grandfather never drove, so where does he sit? JFK in this open convertible is the driver on the left, and Jackie Kennedy sitting to his right. What do you think my grandfather was more impressed with? Jackie. He loved Jackie and, her, his, and Jackie's legs. He talked about Jackie's <laughs> legs, legs like a thousand times, right? But, but anyway, uh, just sidebarring a little bit. But my grandfather said that it was it was one of the greatest experiences of his life. Uh, President Kennedy was very very knowledgeable. Um, he taught me a lesson I, that I, I remember to this day. He said to me when Matt, when the President of the United States and the First Lady ask you a question at the exact same time, who do you answer? Who would you answer, do you think, Mike? First lady? Uh, I assume you would go, I assume you would answer the first lady, but also, yeah, and was I right? You're right, first yeah. lady. Respectful. So anyway, just to finish the story, uh, they did the tour. Uh, they didn't complete the tour uh, because they're running out of time, and, and crowds were forming, even though it was a they private tour, they caught on. So my grandfather invited President Kennedy and Jackie to come back for the 100th anniversary of the Gettysburg Address. You guys know when that was? November of 1963. And guess what happened? You guys know what happened in November of 63. He was assassinated in, in Dallas. So it, it was tough for my grandfather because he was hopeful that he was gonna come back, it didn't happen. Uh, and just a last story, uh, if you go to Arlington, there's an eternal flame in Arlington. Right. And that idea of the eternal flame came from the Peace Light, which is uh, in the northern part of Gettysburg, the, the Peace Light. So wow. it's a quick story. So many times we've been over there, and I know you. Uh, you you currently live in your grandfather's house, is that right? I do. And yeah, it's yeah. a beautiful white uh, Victorian house. Victorian style. Yeah, yeah, and you've you've done a lot of work. I know yeah, you've done a lot, a of, work lot of work. Well, how uh, how old is that house? It was uh, built in 1895. 1895, and my great grandfather built it. Yeah, but it'll be in the family forever. Yeah, and I I, w I was in the we used to go in the basement, right? Yeah. And. Yeah. Uh, uh, you had a pool table down did, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You so still have the pool table? It's still down there. Look, just yep. a quick side story. Um, my grandfather loved beer. He would love, you know, the beer scene here in Gettysburg, all the microbreweries, the whole deal. He was an old Redding guy to start. Okay. Remember old all Redding? Right. But then he, he slid into Pap's Blue Ribbon. And my first experience with PBR <laughs> was about age two or age three. What would happen is my grandfather would drink beer out of an iced glass. He dropped two ice cubes in there. He liked it to be real cold. You crack it open and you pour it in. Now you guys know if you pour beer too fast, what happens? Foam. Foam's up. Well, I, I knew at an early age, my grandfather didn't care if I would make sure the foam didn't hit the uh, the floor. <laughs> so I was always nipping on the PBR. Nipping on the floor. Cracking on the his beer for, I, I say yeah, age two. with the yeah. teething. Yeah, age yeah. four or five. So I've been drinking beer for a while. But, you were in uh, training yeah, for in a long training. time. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. He just got kindergarten and beer garden. Yeah, all mixed up. <laughs> what's, right. what's this called? The Schwimmer? The Schwimmer, yeah. The Schwimmer. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you mentioned it before. Yeah, that's right. We don't talk about that. We didn't talk about it today, but no, it's great we have a, uh, in the beer garden, we actually have a, a beer window. And uh, we call it the Schwimmer, right? And the Schwimmer was, uh, the way we found out what a Schwimmer was, is we were in a brewery in Bomberg, Germany. And... Uh, the beer garden, the beer, or the, the pub uh, wouldn't open at the brewery until about 9 a.m. So we would come downstairs at early morning, 6.37, and there would be guys standing in this, this sort of uh, 
I guess it was a an aisle way or a, you know, and, yeah. and, and they would go up to this window and they would order beers. And, and I said to our guide one time, I said, so did these people just get off work and that's why they're drinking? Uh, did they work overnight? And he says, we do not work overnight, <laughs> right? In a, in a very stern German, German yeah, yeah, accent. And I said, okay, so what? He says, this is the, the Schwemmer. This is where they come to get their beer in the morning before the pub opens. Yeah. And I thought, what a great idea. Yeah, you know, that's it's, when I thought I, I, I could really live it's, here. It's a good right? place. It was, a, it was an R&D trip, research and development trip for Artie. It was good. Yeah, Artie, right. could, could you share with us, um, uh, uh, the listeners, uh, why, why are growlers called growlers? I think you told me that story. Do you remember yeah, telling me that story? I probably did. You know, I, I've talked about it a few times. But the idea is, is that Grandpa used to send his uh, the kids, right? The right? kids down with the jug yeah. to the brewery to get a, a fresh pour. Yeah. And uh, the guy at the at the brewery was wasn't so fond of the kids coming down, and he <laughs> would, he would be like, yeah, he would growl at kids, him. Ah. No yeah. tip, right? No yeah, tip. no tip. No tip. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, uh, yeah, the, you know, it, God, it, the history of beer is just amazing yeah. and, and how it's sort of in our society and, and culture and everything. I mean, there are, there are whole cities and towns in, in America and in Europe, of course, that were built around a brewery, you know. Yeah, and so it's such a great community thing. And we're getting into all these other things now, the seltzers yeah. and, and stuff. But, hey, I always go back to the, to the beer. Cheers to that. Here, cheers Absolutely. to that, guys. Yeah. All right, so we're on this tour here of the Appalachian Brewing Company locations, and we've uh, got Gettysburg Battlefield off the list. Artie, where's next? Yeah, check it off the list, Mike, and uh, wh why don't we head out to Lidditz next? All right, all right, I like it. Does Lidditz. That sound good? Another little historic uh, town with a lot going on. Yeah, wonderful little town. Uh, one, it was voted the best small town in America at one point. Right. And uh, we'll go and uh, we'll hang out there, out on the patio, and uh, maybe maybe do a little tour of town, too. Right. Isn't uh, isn't Lidditz the unofficial mile high meatloaf capital of the world? Don't <laughs> yeah, eat more, right. eat more yeah. mile high meatloaf oh, than yeah. anywhere else. Well, well yeah. easy guy. You gotta save something for the podcast. Okay. Little teaser, yeah. Mike. Little teaser. Yeah, yeah. We, we're like, they, they, man, these people love meatloaf out here. <laughs> Cool. All right, well, we'll talk. We'll talk meatloaf. We'll talk zombies. We'll oh, do yeah. all yeah, the other zombies. stuff that goes with uh, the, the the town of Lidditz down there and the Appalachian Brewing Company brew cup brew pub that's become such a uh, a, a cool part of the uh, Lidditz experience. All right, so we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast.